I never even put myself on camera until this fall. Yeah. And then once I started doing that, my community is growing even more now because I'm publishing and I'm not scared anymore. I'm like, I've failed a thousand times at business stuff, at life stuff, and I can do it and I'm not ever going to give up. If you're like us, you've dreamt of building your own business empire and the freedom it can bring you. But today there's hidden traps on the path of entrepreneurship placed by Big Brother and the big brands. So now we're forced to answer hard questions like, how do we grow a real company without taking on debt or giving away ownership? Or how can we get leads and buyers for our own products when there's so much competition with deep pockets? Finally, those questions are answered and tens of thousands of people are taking the challenge to walk the new path of entrepreneurship. Follow this podcast while I ask about their shocking journey from failure to freedom. You can join them too at onefunnelaway.com. I'm your host, Steve J. Larson, and you're listening to One Funnel Away Stories. Boom! What's going on, everyone? It's Steve Larson. Welcome back to the One Funnel Away Stories show. I'm asking entrepreneurs about their journey, about the ups and the downs, and uh, the things that caused the, uh, the the switch to flip and actually caused success for them and uh, their journey along the way. I have on with me a very special guest, Asha LeRae. Very, very excited to have you on today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, I know, in fact, I was just saying before we started this, I was like, I feel like I've, I've been seeing your name more and more now. And even you're, you're all over the place, it seems like. Could you tell everyone about yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure. So my uh, business right now is helping families that live with food allergies learn how to keep their kids safe and try to live as free as possible despite their medical conditions. Interesting. Wow, it's amazing. How did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. How did you get into that? Uh, my daughter lives with life-threatening food allergies, mm. and so I started my business uh, online business journey a long, long ago, but this kept calling me back because it's what I live every day, and it's what most people ask me about. Huh. And so I thought, well, you know, I have the personal knowledge and I have the professional expertise to help other families. So once our life kind of settled, I decided to start serving the food allergy community and helping other families live as free as we are because we went from, you know, my daughter went from barely surviving mm. um, her conditions to thriving. And I want to help other families do the same. It's amazing. So it's as much of a heart business that is, you know, a business for, you know, living and lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, um, for sure. So you said you have the professional, what's your, what's your background? So I'm a, I'm an occupational therapist. And basically what that means is I'm like a professional problem solver. I help right now. And for the past 17 years, I've helped kids in schools learn how to access their classroom activities. So kids who have medical conditions all the way from autism to physical disabilities, learn how to have the tools and use strategies to get them to access their academic work. And so it's kind of innate in me and I've been doing it for so long. I started applying the same strategies to our life with food allergies once um, I became a mom and I thought, well, if I can redesign a kid's school life to help them be as independent as possible, I probably can do the same for my daughter in her childhood. So I started applying all the same strategies of, you know, looking at the end goal and then breaking everything down and being able to give her what she needs. Wow. Yeah. And how did you get, I mean, occupational therapist? I mean, that's not, that's amazing. You don't hear tons of people saying, I want to be an occupational therapist. You know, <laughs> what made you go into that? Yeah. Um, I, I actually started working with people with disabilities and I was in physical therapy at first, but that was really just at the time looking at people's 
physical conditions and fixing the physical piece, mm-hmm. but I was looking at the person as more of a holistic whole person right. and occupational therapy really helps people be as independent as possible. Right. And I was just stuck on the idea of helping people no matter what reach their potential in life, whether it's in their you know daily life, it's in their education life, which is why I work in schools. And yeah. So what did you have to do to become an occupational therapist? I went to school for five years yeah. <laughs> and then did a lot of clinical work. And I just started working with people that have special needs. And I, I just like fell in love with the idea and the work. And so once I had my daughter, she's actually adopted. So she came to me via adoption. It just made sense that, you know, that I would help her do the same, reach her potential. Mm-hmm. And so I just started helping her, you know, access all the kids stuff that Kids with food allergies have a hard time accessing um, because of their, let's see, because of their limitations of what they can uh, do in terms of, you know, participating in birthday parties safely, going to school safely and things like that. And so, you know, mo- most entrepreneurs that, I, you know, I chat with, they there's always a story. There's there's things behind each of the decisions. Oh, many times there are lots of tries to this and that and this and that. As far as the topic, do you seem to like... A, you went straight to food allergies and you you stuck with that alone to try to figure out how to make that enough of a business to help other people, but obviously, you know, to make the money as well. Is that is that where you've stayed pretty much the whole time? No, I started in the online game. I started when a friend was telling me about how they were selling things on, on eBay. And I was like, get out of here. That's old school. <laughs> I don't know how people are buying anything on eBay anymore. She was like, no, seriously, people are buying everything on eBay. So I'm like, okay, well, I I need to make some extra money. You know, I was a single mom and my kid lives with health conditions. So I was trying to make money that didn't require me to go to another job. Mm. And so I started looking at how to make money online. And so, you know, I tried things like I tried, (laughs) oh my gosh, I tried online tutoring and I tried transcription, but I failed both of those exams. So I didn't end up going down that road. So I was like, okay, let me talk to my friend about the eBay. So I started selling stuff like vintage toys, I sold on Amazon for a while, I white labeled products. I mean, I tried everything. I even had a Shopify store at one point selling fair trade jewelry. But this food allergy thing kept calling me back because it literally, like I'm helping people anyway in my personal life. Yeah. And so it just has been the thing that keeps calling me back. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I've got to figure out how to serve this community because there's such a need. And literally like one in 13 kids now has food allergies. So it's growing. And people are getting more confused about it. And because I've been living it for so long, I've just become an expert just by living it and knowing how how differently we live, but how we can also live a great life regardless. So it really just called me back after I tried a hundred different things online. That's amazing. So, okay. So you went through and how, I mean, how many years, how many tries before you had that realization? I belong in the technology. Let's see. So... I think it by now, definitely more than a handful. So I think probably around seven or eight. Um, I think I'm on like seven or eight, like real ideas and putting forth the action and the execution of it. Yeah. So seven to eight. And then you go in and what's, uh, what's the name of the food, food allergy business that you do? Sure. It's called food allergy unboxed. Food allergy unboxed. And, uh, how, how do you sell that? So it's via right now I'm, I'm selling group coaching and, It's basically teaching a course that I created called the food allergy safety tool, Mm. the fast method. (laughs) Um, and it's basically the framework that I apply to every, everyday life situation. And it's based on the idea that you can organize your routines to keep your kids safe. And so 
using that method, but teaching people that method is what is how I'm selling right now. So getting the info to other people. Yeah, that's awesome. So I guess, why is this one different than previous attempts? Besides, obviously, the the, the heart behind it. As a business perspective, though, like what's so different in this one compared to the others? How it's grown. So I kind of put it out there. You know, I've been listening to Russell for a few years and and then I found you and I'm like, how do people sell their expertise? This is wild. So all I hear is just take action. Just try it. Just try it. Test it out. And so I started an Instagram account, I think about a year and a half ago, and it just kept growing. Like the more I published, the more it started growing. And I was like, oh, baby, here we go. (laughs) It's growing. It's actually working. And um, yeah, so like the engagement continues and it's pretty awesome. Like I've, I've grown a, you know, a little community of followers and that are pretty, you know, the people that are commenting or liking stuff or connecting with me, like it's a real community. And I think that's what's brought me back to it. Like everyone's really supportive of each other and the support that is in the food allergy community is pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's a needed thing. And that's what keeps bringing me back. You know, it's like, it's the heart, but it's also like, there's a, there's a need that I can fill. And that's what keeps me staying and like pushing at this thing because I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it's not just about the food. Like, it's about redoing your entire life. (laughs) You know, it's like you figure out the cooking, but then there's all these other things. And that's where my expertise in occupational therapy lies is like redoing people's daily routines to make them independent. And so as it's growing, I'm using more of my expertise, which is what is keeping me there, like keeping me going. I'm like, oh man, like people are resonating with what I know and they don't know. So there's a need that I'm feeling and it's growing. That's why I keep pushing at it. Yeah. And what brought me back and why I'm like, okay, this thing, this is a thing, (laughs) you know, it's not selling hammocks on Amazon. It's teaching people some really important skills they need. So is there a big difference you'd say in the way that you sell it? Um, compared to, I guess, sorry, the, um, previous attempts, like the other, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, for sure. I mean, I was in e-com, the mo- like most of my other stuff was e-com, so physical products. And now it's digital products and, you know, selling my own, my own thoughts and packaging them and making them a framework. And, you know, it's, it's been, it's been cool. It's totally different and I'm learning along the way, but I think there's a big, there's definite value in what I know. And being able to package that as a thing to sell is, it's, it's wild and it's great. It's great. Yeah. 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 Is there, um, yeah, I love that different, you know, the physical versus digital pros and cons of both. Right. You know, I I love that. The transition though, it can be a little weird though, for sure. I think it's made all the big difference though. I mean, cause that's, that's a big jump and to go seven rounds and you're going tutoring different, uh, (laughs) all different products, toys. Yeah. yeah. You're going all over, which is fine. You know, we all do. And then uh, now you get clarity on how to sell it better, how to deliver better. Why, why the, why the sudden shift? What happened? My mindset changed. I finally like everything clicked when, honestly, when I started following you and like your coaching about (laughs) like, I mean, I'm being totally honest. Like that's really what changed. I was like, oh my God, like the marketing piece is what changed. And I was like, oh, it's not just the the thing. It's how to sell the thing. Mm -hmm. And to be able to just shift my mindset of like what I can actually achieve was huge. And after I went, after I bought that, what was it, Offermind Masterclass? Um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to Boise. I don't know why I'm going to Boise, but I'm going to go and I'm going to go to this event. And after sitting in that event, 
that shifted everything because like all the mindset stuff that it was like, a, it was almost like a combo of like the tactical piece and then the mindset stuff yeah. all in one event. And I was like, I can do this. I totally can do this. I can, um, I have skills to sell. I have a thing to sell and I have to learn how to be a marketer. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I can do it. And so I just started like really believing in myself and what I was doing and how I, I was learning so much along the way that I, I just all of a sudden got this like incredible motivation to keep going and, and figure it out. So yeah. And then I started doing offer lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. And, you know, and I remember one thing that was said was like, you know, you, your business is only going to grow as much as you do personally. Mm-hmm. I took that and I just, it took me like a few weeks after offer mine to like understand it, but I could not get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is holding me back? Like, why can't I just like go all in with this food allergy thing? Because I was unsure of myself. And so I had to like break through all of my own false beliefs about myself and what I could do. And I, it like literally brought me back to like the beginning of my parenthood <laughs> of like, there was a lot of stuff that happened mm. and it was very unexpected that I became a parent sure. in an emergency situation to my goddaughter, who's now my daughter and all the stuff that happened, like I never really processed it all. And so trying to like be true to my business and true to myself and like trying to get to that next level, like I had to go back yeah. and heal some stuff and then believe in myself truly and put myself out there truly. And I, I never even put myself on camera until this fall. Yeah. And then once I started doing that, my community is growing even more now because I'm publishing and I'm not scared anymore. I'm like, I've failed a thousand times at business stuff, at life stuff, and I can do it and I'm not ever going to give up. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> yeah. That's so huge. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you go in because yeah, you just said something like I think is so key for people to, to realize. I really used to think that the whole mindset part of this was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was kind of woo-woo. I thought it was hokey. Like, yeah, it was totally hokey. I was, I was like, like oh, what right? are like, you talking about? What do you mean? Just give me the formula and I'll run the formula, right? And then I yep. realized mm-hmm. that I wasn't good enough at driving the formula and I had to go backwards. My wife and I have had tons of conversations about the very thing you just said, going backwards healing just tons of stuff that I didn't know was wounded. Right. And right. I don't know if you noticed the same thing, but it's like I became a better driver and yeah. a cooler head and more strategic and more present, more engaged. Did you feel the same or is it? Oh yeah, for sure. Huh. I mean, I'm walking around like a whole new person. I, I feel as like as emotionally free as I've felt in over 15 years. And I just keep thinking like I can handle failure. I can handle really hard feelings. So like the sky's the limit now because <laughs> I can be uncomfortable and I'm okay being uncomfortable in whatever I'm facing. And that, that I think, you know, I've heard a lot of people say it, but I never understood it until I felt it. And I was like, that's the key. That's it right there. I can feel humiliated after I go on. I've had a couple of failed like webinars <laughs> this yeah, fall yeah, and too. I'm like, ah, next week I'll try again. You know, yeah, like you had a tech fail yesterday or two days ago. And I was yeah. like, he even has tech fails. Like, oh, it is what I've it is. I've never had that happen in my life, like, ever. And froze right. 300 people on. Froze. Should have been a massive yeah. sales day. Was not. I can't tell you. Oh, but I, we looked over at the right. side and I was like, this is going to make a great hook in the future. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And the path, the path is it's full of obstacles. And I, I think I'm getting used to the obstacles. So I'm like, eh, okay, try again tomorrow. Bring it on. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine because I'm just going to keep going. So 
let's do this thing. I mean, so, it takes yeah. a significant character and brain to go through that though and get to that spot and look at it and say like, you know, what? I know it's going to stink. Let me go through it anyway. Most of us need an environment to do that. What advice would you give to somebody though, who's starting this out? They're learning the thing. They may not know they're about <laughs> to go through some serious junk personally that is actually related to them doing the business. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think one thing is just get used to the failures and use them to your advantage uh. to get to the next step. Like as soon as you think you're about to fail, let yourself because it's going to lead you to that next step. If that makes sense. Use failure to your advantage. How, how yeah. I guess, um, how would you do that? Or how have you keep trying stuff <laughs> like the taking action piece? You're not going to fail until you try and huh. you just have to do it. You just have to do it. I heard Austin say something a few, a few, a few hours ago, actually. And he said, like, stop learning and just implement. And you've said it a million times too. And that, that is the key because you can't get stronger until you put yourself in really tough situations where you are going to learn. And like work always works. That's what my <laughs> says. Yeah. I'm like, work always works. It's so true. Like yeah. if, if it doesn't work to the result you want, like it's going to like make you change and then you're going to go harder at whatever you're trying to get. So it's funny you bring that up. Because uh, Russell and I were, were chatting, it was probably a few months ago, and I was like, uh, I came up to this insanely massive realization that I don't like that it's true, and that, and that, that <laughs> is, I'm only going to go as far as my ability to self-regulate and take care of myself and do these things and, and go back and heal and uh, stop learning everything and only learn what's right in front of me and implement like a, it's just funny to finally see that. Whereas yeah. before, and I don't know if you ever did this as well, is like these learning cycles, you know, just. Oh my gosh. Spinning. Yes. And just so many. And the other thing I would tell people just starting is find the one person or like the group of couple people that are doing the same, you know, the same kind of thing and follow just them and don't listen to a hundred people trying to yeah. get one result. Like things really changed when I just dialed in yeah. and just stopped listening to everyone and just followed exactly what you're doing. Like, <laughs> And that's the key because at the beginning, I mean, I went through like, I can't, I could name like, you know, 10 different marketers that I followed and tried stuff with and did it, but like, just follow the one person that you resonate with. And like for, for you, like, I know I keep like saying you, 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 but like, <laughs> you really have changed my life. So thank you. But, um, your energy and the way your brain works is how my brain works. So I was like, get inside my head. <laughs> and then just following that, I was like, oh, that's the key, just following one person mm. or, you know, a couple of people that are doing very similar things and only listen to them and learn one thing at a time. Because if you try to listen to all the noise, you're never going to get anything done. Oh, and it gets loud, too. It does. And, and there's competing, conflicting opinions. And that guy's right under this context, but not that one. Exactly. It's, like, oh, it's all over. <laughs> and then you get no result. So, <laughs> yeah. like, now I'm just like, okay, let me just get the result by listening to one path. So, here so I am. Huge. Well, yeah. thanks so much for, for sharing all that. I mean, that was a, a gold mine there. You know, it was a treasure, treasure <laughs> trove there. That was, that was huge. Um, thanks for, for sharing all that. And I know that people get a lot out of it. Any final parting advice you want to yeah. leave? Oh, gosh. Just take action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, if you have an idea in your head, go for it because you're not going to know if it's going to work unless you try it. Mm. So that's, that's really the key. And, and really focus on your mind. Because you're only as strong as your mind, yeah. it like allows you to be. So if you can't, if you can't like own your own emotions and your responsibility to your life, like you're never going to get far. 
you have to take full responsibility for your life and where you are and be okay being honest about that to get to the next level wherever you think you want to go. Well, thanks for taking the time. So, I really appreciate it. Congrats on all the success you're having with uh, Food Allergy Unboxed. And, thank uh, you. <laughs> awesome stuff. We'll see you later. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been an honor. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Boom. Hey, thanks for listening. Have you ever had a great product idea but felt lost on how to sell it online? I certainly have. How should I put it on the internet? Should I build a whole website? What tools do I need? Should I piece together this tool and that software? You've probably felt the same. If you're like me, practically every product idea you've ever come up with has somehow involved the internet. Today, now, finally, this is the good news. You no longer need to be a coder or marketing genius to make your dream a reality. It wasn't until I read the book Dotcom Secrets that I actually knew what tools I needed on the internet to bring my idea into a sellable reality. And honestly, the list of tools is much smaller than I thought. It's all in Russell Brunson's best-selling book, Dotcom Secrets, and you can actually get a free copy at dotcomsecrets.com. If you haven't read or listened to it yet, the Dotcom Secrets book has been one of the most influential books of my personal marketing career. Go get the Dotcom Secrets book from non-coder, high-paid marketer Russell Brunson by going to dotcomsecrets.com now. Come see the framework that thousands of internet entrepreneurs are using to sell online, which they all learned from this same amazing book. Go to dotcomsecrets.com now. Simply cover the shipping fee and ClickFunnels will send your copy for free.